Well, hello, Faith family, and welcome to today's panel. Uh, I'm Daniel Hurd, one of the pastors, and I have with me Tim Tipner, uh, one of our members here. And uh, we, we heard a great message, uh, Christ the Rock Struck for Us by Pastor Dan Herbster. So, Tim, I just want to ask you several questions about the text so that we can just think through uh, just how to, how to think through the text and then how to, to live it out. So, first off, what, what was most impactful to you? I was... I'm so blessed to be reminded again of, of Christ is our focus and certainly the, the, his sacrifice for us and also his, in the way that uh, was put in the sermon, he's the solution for sin mm, yes. that we had. And uh, to see that illustrated certainly in the Old Testament, but that look forward to Christ and what he has done and how serious sin was. It is, not just was, is. And so that was impactful to be reminded of that again. Hmm. And uh, very good. Yes, yes. So what what does it look like? Was one of the application points that yeah. that Dan made was uh, hate sin. Yeah. Uh, what does it look like just practically to hate sin? Yeah. That, is, uh, that is well said. What does it look like to hate sin? It's a word we don't use a lot today is hate. You know, mm-hmm. We want to kind of avoid, but God doesn't avoid it. Yes. And so, you know, what really helps me in considering that aspect of sin is to see how does God think about sin? Mm-hmm. If what my response is going to be should be what God's response is. Mm. And God very clearly hates sin. Yes. I mean, there's no question he hates sin. He takes no pleasure in sin. He takes no pleasure in wickedness, uh, the psalmist in Psalm chapter four, 5 tells us. Because he's holy, he's set apart. So if God is that way, that certainly should be my response, our response in hating sin and looking like to hate sin. And so how that transfers, at least in my thinking, is that sin separates us from God mm-hmm. because God's holy. And so I should hate anything that separates me from God. And so I should separate from anything that separates me yes, from God. Right. It's good. It's kind of a yes. convoluted way to get there, but that's one of the ways that it looks like to hate sin is I separate from it. Hmm. I don't engage with it. You know, John tells us to love not the world, neither the things of the world. If a man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty startling because it's easy to love the world, the world's system, the things of the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, so another way to hate sin is not to love the world, yes. is to love Christ love God. And, and also, you know, sin is something that replaces God. Mm-hmm. And so that's an idol. Mm-hmm. That's idolatry. And so I want to reject idolatry. I don't want anything. And so I'm going to separate. I'm going to hate sin because, again, it'll seek to replace God in my mm-hmm. life and my satisfaction, my joy, my pleasure. It'll be a false attempt by Satan to replace God and certainly in our lives. Hmm. Uh, It's a life that's going to be full of sincerity, genuineness, uh, God-focused, a a servant to God, not a slave to sin. Mm -hmm. So that that is is the way I hate sin, by becoming a servant of God, by a slave of His. And uh, um, that's been the help for me as far as, in many verses, the scripture is just full of them to deal with that. Yes. Yes. Any, any in particular, you know, because I, I, I like that. It's just your, our demeanor, our attitude towards sin. So just 
be to hate it because yes. God hates it. And it's not one of those like, oh, I'm going to walk around and then if yeah. sin happens to pop up, I'll, oh, and then I'm going to hate it. It's just, no, I'm just always, so I, I, I like that. Are there, other, are, there, are there any other verses maybe just over the years that, that have really solidified that with you to, to really help you to hate sin? Yeah, there are some really striking verses. Uh, hmm. Go to the New Testament, I thought, in Romans 12 where the apostle Paul was writing, where he said, you know, let your love be genuine. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then he says, abhor what is evil. Mm. Now that's a pretty strong word. Yes. <laughs> to abhor. A lot of times we like to coexist with sin or uh, wink at it a little bit and maybe engage in it some. No, we're to abhor that which is evil, mm. but we're to hold fast with what is good. Uh, amazing. The psalmist in Psalm 101, verse 13 or 3, tells me, he said, I will set no worthless thing before my eyes. Mm. So, you know, in sin, you don't even want to set it in front of you. Mm -hmm. So set that in front of my eyes. I hate the work of those who fall away. Uh, it, really, it really speaks to me, I think it speaks to us as Christians, on we want to compromise with sin. Mm. Maybe in the senses we don't want anything that's going to cause us to be extreme about something. But if there's something that we need to be extreme about, it's sin yes. and hating sin. So we live in a society that is rampant in sin and rampant in its attitudes and the whole system. Mm -hmm. And it's just growing more. What's our response to it? Well, that's just the way it is. Uh, I need to mm. make some kind of compromise with it. And so we're, we're in that wonderful place of, say wonderful, got a little bit tongue-in-cheek there, of <laughs> sure. a hating sin, but seeing those that Christ died for and sharing the truth. The solution, as, as Dan said this morning, the solution to that sin mm -hmm. is Christ. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's, uh, the, the, let me one more. Proverbs 8.13 says, the fear of the Lord is the hatred of evil. Mm, yes. <laughs> hatred of evil. It's not just a you know, again, it's it's those are very strong words within both Old and New Testament. Uh, may I said one more? Let me give you one. <laughs> James chapter four, where the, uh, James calls us adulterous. You adulterous people, uh, we know what an adulterer, or an adulteress is. Mm -hmm. Someone is not faithful to their spouse. Mm -hmm. Okay, don't you know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Mm. Yes. <laughs> now, think about that. That's, that's, he makes the analogy of an adulterer, mm. enmity with God. Whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God, he says. We don't take sin, I don't take sin seriously enough. We as uh, the body of Christ mm -hmm. don't take it serious enough. Yes, yeah, which is why that the sermon this morning was just helpful. Yes. So helpful that it, it, is, it is serious and it is, a, it is a fight. It's not something we go into or out of, it's like, well, it's Sunday, so now, now I'm really attuned to this. It's, mm. no, this is all the time I, I must be attuned to this. Yeah. And uh, so, no, thank you. That's great. Well, one, one last question. Uh, why is it important for us to see Christ in the Old Testament? Yeah. Uh, the, the, you know, again, the sermon title, Christ the Rock Struck for Us. Yeah. Why is it important to see Christ? You know, when I was given a little bit of thought to that, I think the first thing that I thought of was after the resurrection of our Savior, 
-hmm. and he was walking on the Emmaus Road. Mm. And he was talking to the two disciples, and they didn't, couldn't, he asked them what was the problem, and they said, you haven't heard. And then what did he do? He opened the Old Testament, yes. the prophets, uh, the law and the prophets, and he showed them how they all spoke of him. Mm -hmm. And when he was done, you know, he departed from him, but their hearts burned within him. So if there's any reason, any motivation to see Christ in the Old Testament, it should, that should be really clear. Yes. He pointed himself out throughout the law and the prophets. They mm -hmm. looked to him. And certainly that is their, the foretelling of the Messiah. The Old Testament is the coming all the way from Genesis 3, as we were reminded this morning. Mm -hmm. The Abrahamic promise, the covenant that was given with Abraham, of how all the nations of the world were going to be blessed through this coming Messiah, this coming one. Mm -hmm. We see it just confirmed through the prophets. That's where Jesus Christ is introduced to us. And the early church, yes. that's all they had. They didn't right. have the New Testament. Right. How did they see Christ? It was in the Old Testament. Yes. And uh, so Great. that's it, that. I think that, that that is why it's the whole counsel of God. And if we ignore that, we aren't knowing the whole counsel of God. And if we're teaching it, if we're preaching it, we're not preaching the whole counsel of God if we're not mm. looking to seeing Christ in the Old Testament also. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, the warning that, you know, with, you had mentioned earlier certainly true of trying to do tip typologies and trying to make things say that aren't there. That's you got to be careful with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but right. he is there uh, uh, throughout we have to see him that way. Yes. No, that's great. That, yeah, that's very helpful. Yeah, it, I, I think if we split the two, we start to think in in God being different in the Old Testament. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas when you're seeing as Jesus saw himself <laughs> and then told, at, like you said, the road to Emmaus, um, no, it's, it is the same God. Yes. And we worship the same God. And, and the, they're connected, but it's not these... You know, I, some people want to pick and choose and like, oh, do you see this? And they start like this number here and that number here. And it's <laughs> right. so and then it's like, well, what is the actual point of this? Right. Well, the point is just to see, you know, God is faithful to his word. Yes. He's faithful to his word. So, yes. Well, great. Well, Tim, thank you so much. Really appreciate you coming on the panel great. today. And uh, faith family, uh, God bless you. We're praying for you. Can't wait to see you next Sunday. Thank you for listening to this resource of Faith Family Church. We gather on Sundays at 495 Hugh Hunter Road in Oak Grove, Kentucky, and are a short drive from Fort Campbell and Hopkinsville, Kentucky, as well as Clarksville, Tennessee. For more information, visit our website, myfaithfamilychurch.com.